This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. A good night of Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. As we conclude Sefer Shemais with Vayach Bekude this week, and thus concluding the entire discussion of the building and the involvement that went into the Mishkan, the collecting, the building, the toil, the efforts, closes this week's parasha and the end of a chapter in Jewish history. Yet you'll notice something very unique that the Balaturim and others point out is unique about this week's parasha is a continuous repetition of the words Kashetzivoy Hashem Es Moshe. Over and over and over the Torah reminds us that it was done as though the way Hashem commanded Moshe, that is the way it was done. And the Balaturim points out it was actually said 18 times in the correspondence to the 18 brachas of Shemana Esrei. And the obvious question is, what does that 18 times have to do with our Shemana Esrei? Our daily recitation of three times a day of Shemana Esrei, the 18 brachas, what exactly is the correlation, what is the connection to the 18 times that it says, Kashetziva Hashem Es Moshe, in the building of the Mishkan? Also, we have to understand the very famous comments from the Svorno. The Svorno told us that the purpose of the Mishkan, its entire essence, was to be a Kapara was to give atonement for the Chet Ego. How exactly does that process of the Mishkan give us Kapara for the Chet Ego? What was unique and special about the Mishkan that it fulfilled that role? And lastly, we need to discuss who the, so to say, architect of the Mishkan was. The architect of the Mishkan was Betzalel. And when the Torah tells us about Betzalel, it doesn't just say his name was Betzalel. Ben Uri Ben Chur. It tells us who his grandfather was. And who was his grandfather? Chor. Who was Chor? So we know Chazal tells us Chor was the one individual who stood up when the ego was initially began, when the rebellion, the terrible story of the ego began. Chor stood up and said, no, this is terrible, this is wrong. And ultimately what we know about Chor was he was killed, he was murdered in his attempt to save and to return the glory of Hashem to the Jewish people. That's who he was. Is there a connection? Is there a something that we can take away for our own lives between these three statements that the Torah lays out? And I'll add one more. Beginning of the parish, the Torah reminds us again about how they got the kiyar. The kiyar was the washing station, the washing base that the Kehana needed every single day to wash their hands with before they did the Avoidah. Some hold that today, the reason why we wash our hands in the morning before we start davening is a throwback, is to remember the kiyar. And where did some of the materials come from the kiyar? So it came from the mirrors that was donated by the women who came forward and wanted to donate these mirrors that they had with them in the midbar that they would use to beautify themselves to be able to be with their husbands during the difficult times of the shibut. What is the correlation? What is the connection between all of these different things, these different parts of the parasha? And I believe the idea is founded already in the Beis Halevi that the problem of the chet ego, the mistake, the flaw of the Jewish people was they didn't follow Kashetziva Hashem as Moshe. Perhaps the idea of the ego wasn't as bad as we think. They weren't trying to pick another god or Chas Shalom choose an idol. And they maybe even had the purest of intention. But it wasn't what Hashem told them. They were not following what we call Tziva Hashem. They were not following what Hashem wants of us. They were not doing the will of Hashem. That was the flaw. That was the mistake. And that's why the Tikkun, the way to fix that is to do exactly what you're told. Do Hashem's will. Kashetziv Hashem es Moshe. 
every time we do what Hashem wants of us, we're a little bit fixing the Chet Ego. Because the flaw of the Chet Ego was, I'll decide what's right. And I'll decide what's acceptable. And I'll decide what's fair and just. That's the mistake. The way to fix that is do exactly what you're told. Don't ask questions. Don't come up with your own chaps and ideas and your own logic. Do as you're told. And maybe that's the pshat and the connection to B'Tzalel. Why was B'Tzalel chosen to be the one to do this? Because his grandfather was the one person who stood up and said, This is not right. B'Tzalel's grandfather, Chor, stood up not because he wanted to make it to the front paper as the one guy who stopped it. He said to himself, Kashetiva Hashem, this is wrong. Hashem would not want us doing this. This is inappropriate. This is wrong. And Hashem paid him back that his grandson would be the one who would build the Mishkan because the way he lived his life, he lived his life thinking, what does Hashem want from me? Kashetiva Hashem is Moshe. That's the way he lived his life. And that's why he merited to have a son like B'Tzalel. And now we can understand the cure as well. Do you know why not only did Moshe Rabbeinu eventually accept these gifts from the women, it was a beloved gift from the women. You know why? Because these women used these mirrors to have children. They were living in Sheba Mitzrayim. They were living in a holocaust. The Jews were being oppressed daily. And the one thing on their mind was, we have to procreate, we have to have more children. Because they didn't say to themselves, this makes no sense, we're going to bring more children into the world, it's ridiculous. They're killing the ones we have. That's our chesh. We don't have rights to make those chesh bainas. We do as we're told. And therefore the Noshim said, Kani is of that generation. Hashem said, this is exactly the mirrors I want in my cure. Because they get it. They understand. They didn't come up with their own ideas and say, well, it does make sense to have more children when Hashem is already murdering the ones we are. No. They did what Hashem said. And that's why it was a beloved gift. And that's why you start the day off with that. You start the day off in the base. The just can't get off the ground without the kiyar. Because we have to live our life every day. So what am I doing here? I'm doing kashat Hashem. What's a koyin's job? Hashem's job. He's not doing it for himself. He's not doing it for cover. He's not doing it for glory. He's not doing it for honor. He's doing it to do the will of Hashem. And that's the mindset we're supposed to have when we daven. The 18 brachas correspond to when we say in Shemana Esri, Hashem give me chachma, bina, das, give me atachayin, barachaleinu, rifayinu. Why? So I can walk around saying I'm the smartest guy in the world? I can say I'm healthy just to say I'm healthy? No, because that's the way I can do the will of Hashem. If I have chacham, I can learn your Torah. If I'm healthy, I can do your mitzvahs. If I have money, I can give tzedakah. Everything, our whole day, is now surrounded by this idea of kashetziv Hashem es moishe. That's what it's all about. That's our purpose. That's what we're trying to accomplish in this world. Everything is, is this what Hashem wants of me or not? And it's hard. Very often in life we get caught up with our own cheshbainas. We think this makes more sense and that makes more sense. The Sri Deyeshu Bechir Yaakov Weinberg pointed out that during the ghetto, the Jews continue to have children. Even though it doesn't make any sense, why are you going to bring more children to a ghetto? For the Nazis to have more children to kill. But the cheshbain was, no, there is no cheshbain. Kashetziva Hashem is Moshe, we do what we're told. Chavetz Chaim writes, people came to him. When the Jewish boys were being drafted into the Polish army and they said maybe we should delay the marriage date for men. Why have married men go to war? Let them get married older. Instead of going off to war as a married man, the Chavetz Chaim said it doesn't work that way. And his proof was from Mitzrayim. We don't have the right or the authority to make those decisions. If Hashem gives us a mitzvah, we do the mitzvah as best as we can. And that's the takeaway from the Mishkan. That's the takeaway as we close Sefer Shemois. Everything that we do in life it's not easy, but if we think about, I'm doing this for Hashem. Coming in closer to the umpteen of Pesach, there's a lot of prep for Pesach. It's very difficult to make Pesach. It's stressful, it's difficult. But the mindset is, I'm doing this for Hashem. 
I'm not cleaning my house for spring cleaning. I'm not cleaning my house because I want the neighbor to see how I did it. That, that's irrelevant. It's kasher tziva Hashem. I'm cleaning for Pesach for you, HaKadosh Baruch I'm making Pesach for you, Hashem. This is for you. It's not for me. I don't need to spring clean this time of year. I can spring clean in the summer when the kids are away and the house is quiet. I'm doing this for you, Hashem. Everything I'm doing for Pesach preparations for you, Hashem. I'm going to follow whatever you tell me. No chaps, no sticks, no games. When a yid lives his life like that, then you build your own mishkan. Then the mishkan that we built at that time in Jewish history, we can rebuild today also. Every Jewish home can be a mishkan. When it's built with that premise, the sign of the door says, Kashetziva Hashem es Moshe. That's our motto. That's our hashtag. That's how we live our life. Everything we do, we ask Hashem, is this what Hashem wants? And if the answer is yes, we do it. If the answer is no, we don't do it. And that's how we were misak in the Chet Egel. By realizing that we don't make our own ideas and cheshbayinus and creative knowledge. We have traditions, we have halachas, we have rabbanim, we follow them. We don't think of our own chaps, our own ideas. Mr. Hashem, we should live with the message of kashetziva Hashem. Not easy. But it gives us a whole different purpose for our life. Our day looks differently. Our, everything we do is different. Every action that we do, every avoid, every work that we do is different. Mr. Hashem, we should be zaycha to realize this and live with this. And by doing so, we can rebuild our homes into a mishkan to be a holy edifice where Hashem should come and dwell. And Mr. Hashem, we should be able to come together as we prepare for this beautiful Yom Tov of Pesach. We can make it beautiful. As long as we're thinking, Kashetziva Hashem, it's a beautiful Yom Tov. The stress will fall to the wayside. If we think of it, I'm doing this for you, Hashem. We should be zaycha to see the same bracha that Moshe gave the Jewish people, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should dwell in everything they do, in all act, in all segments and, and parts of our life. We should be zeichet to see HaKadosh Baruch is with us. We should be zeichet to have that siyat HaDishmai that help from above. And we should do our best that HaKadosh Baruch should give us that siyat HaDishmai. We should bring only a nachas ruach to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We should see much nachas for ourselves and for our families. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos.